All right, welcome to Boothin'. Let's go. Welcome to Boothin. This is a freestyle-oriented podcast where I talk a bit and then I rap about it. Huh? It's probably the most uh, succinct intro you all have ever gotten. I, uh, I I reattempted it several times. I was trying to riff. I was trying to, you know, riff it up. But uh, in terms of riffing and talking, some days, you know, I get a nice flow going. I'm a uh, you know, I got a nice element of fish, you know, just swimming through, you know, upwards through my bloodstream, like, a, you know, like jamming salmon. And and some days I'm a bit more like, you know, ACDC, very straightforward. I mean, you know, ACDC is the type of band where, you know, if uh, if I lost all hearing, uh, God forbid, that's why, you know, I try to thug it out with hearing protection at concerts but you know a little too little too late i always got that ringing in my in my dome you gotta sleep with that fan so that way i can try to drown out my thoughts and my uh tinnitus but anyways if i were to lose my hearing uh i'd have to you know switch up my music listening you know i wouldn't stop listening to music i know so there's like varying levels of uh hearing impairment kind of like you know visual uh, you know, like somebody can be blind and they can still see uh, an elephant, you know, the shape of one. And I'm not a, you know, I'm not a medical expert. So you can put your uh, your pens and pads away, quit taking notes and just, uh, you know, start swimming up that stream with them jamming salmons. Because if, if I lost my hearing, I'd have, you know, ACDC would become my favorite band. You know, you ever everybody's listening to ac you know acdc's inescapable and uh you know culturally speaking you know uh when i was a child and i played uh peewee football you know acdc was like the soundtrack uh you know and and there were no substitutes even in uh when i was in high school you know and uh you know crunk music was really a more appropriate, you know, music to, uh, you know, to give someone a concussion to. We were still coming out, you know, you know, something like that. Um, but you know, it, you need something predictable if you lose your hearing. ACDC be my favorite. I, you'd see me in an ACDC T-shirt tomorrow if I lost my hearing because I could hit play on the song and I I know exactly how it's gonna start off. You know, there's gonna be you know the same drum track every guitar solo about the same the vocals i mean they had one vocalist i think he choked to death on his vomit you know rest in uh and power or, you know whatever it is i'm supposed to say about that and they replaced him exact same sounding guy yeah and then that guy uh you know he on a tour was uh replaced by axel rose at one point again it's just a it's like the tight beat of rock music and, you know, I got to respect that, that I could, you know, if I couldn't hear anything ever again, I could just be at, a, you know, a great ACD concert in my mind. ACD. An ACD concert. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, you know, a CZ to CZ concert and just, 
you know, I I could tap my toes because the tempo never changes, and and I respect innovative laziness. It you know, some things hit the spot, and you you know you out there, you got a helmet on that that spot. You know, you're trying to keep yourself from uh from nodding your head to a you know to ABBA or whatever, and you know what's coming, and you know it's like you know putting down your shoulder and. You know, trying not to get bowled over by a Mack truck of, you know, musical finesse. And sometimes you just got to run with it, you know, let it hit you in the back. Maybe, you know, uh, maybe you'll you'll catch up to that guy in front of you. You know, you'll win the race because you, you went with the flow. And, you know, innovative laziness, it manifests in a bunch of ways. I was walking, you know, that's pretty much what this podcast is. Uh, used to be a reflection of my life, and now it's just a, you know, a, a rear view reflection of the the path I wear behind me as I attempt to get these steps. Um, but I was on a walk, you know. This is the portion of the show where I tell you about that, and I saw a gentleman, innovative, beautiful man. Uh, just you know, his skin looked like uh, you know, I got a pair of Red Wings, Red Wing boots, and I, you know. I tell you what, man, this guy, he gets some sun. Big respect. I saw him. Uh, he's standing on a balcony. And you know how these beach houses are lifted. Um, so that way, you know, when the ocean gets to trying to cop a feel, you know, that house is standing on his tippy toes. You know, the ocean's really going to have to, uh, you know, put forth some effort to get, you know, to get up in there. And, uh, this gentleman was standing on the second story of his beach house. So really, it's like a third story, you know. Um, it's kind of like how some of us like to act like Toy Story 2 never happened, you know, just skip straight up. And uh, and this man, I I didn't know what I was seeing at first. I just see, you know, or maybe I heard it first. I just hear, Ching! and I'm like, whoa, what, huh? I look over this gentleman. He has big old trash bags and he's dropping them from his balcony it must have been from his man cave or something and he uh he positioned his trash can at the bottom directly underneath where he's dropping it and he's just scoring buckets with trash douche douche must have been like three uh three bags of trash and i thought man at first i was like man this guy you know this guy with a beach house looking like uh Something you see at Breaking Bad took place on the coast. You know, he's got he's got a, a camper and then he's got I don't know if you call it a camper, you know, or that's just where he, you know, stores garden gnomes and, and flamingos and whatnot. One of those little pop pups. And you know, I was like, what a bum at first. But then I realized, okay, you know, I'm a guy talking. You know, my yard looks like a Jumanji sequel in the making. You know, I'm growing it up, baby. All grown up. I ain't, you know, chopping nobody short in this yard. And this guy's found a path to not having to go down the stairs to throw his trash out. And I think, okay, respect. At first, you know, an element of uh, disappointment in him arose. Because, I mean, who who doesn't love to be judgmental, huh? Was it uh, Jesus says something like, Judge not lest ye be judged. Well, maybe, you know, some of us like being judged. We get a little thrill from it. We get a little validation, even if it's negative judgment, even if somebody doesn't like what you're doing. You know, if you're one of those, uh, I remember this guy, 
you know, I've mentioned I grew up in a trailer park. He came back and he told this story. He said, man, I was at the mall and I saw this guy and he had his girlfriend on a leash. And I remember thinking, you know, and this was right when corn was popping, that freak on a leash life. And I remember thinking, wow, a leash for a human. You know, and those people, I bet they were like, oh, dude, this guy's going to go back. He's going to tell all his little trailer trash buddies about the freak on the leash. And, you know, and we're going to ride that new metal wave to glory, God willing. Except that they might actually they could have sounded like that. You know, it's, it's a it's a regional thing. But uh, I think this guy was just trying to live his life. And, you know, my life has gotten so, uh, you know, it's reruns. Nobody likes reruns. Um. Before there were, you know, streaming services, they used to have clip shows. And I remember I used to watch uh, Fresh Parents of uh, Belair. And every every day, I think at like five on UPN, really, show, you know, really time stamping my uh, my lifeline here. And I remember there'd be a, there was a clip show, a Halloween one. And I was so disappointed anytime that would come on, you know, it's like I seen it. And I don't want to see the, you know, the greatest hits. You know, some of us, we need, you know, we need the deep cuts, baby. I, I want the, I want the greatest hits. I want, you know, I want the B-sides. I want to, I want to, you know, I want all the goodies. I want to read the liner notes, you know. But, uh, you know, life has become a clip show at this point. That's how it feels, you know. Every day, you know, walk, uh, read. I'm trying to be constructive, you know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to live the best life I can or whatever, you know, yeah, kick me in the teeth for even saying it. Um, But yeah, you know, I've been making these lists. I'm reading a little bit every day. I'm reading Infinite Jest right now. Uh, I'm journaling a page a day. Uh, up until yesterday, I had been writing rhymes at least 20 to 30 minutes. And usually I go on a walk and throw on a beat and... uh get after it so i'm doing productive things i'm not just uh you know wallowing in my you know in my recliner just sitting around in my underwear uh i'm you know i'm trying to do things every day but still even you know all these walks it feels like a clip show it feels like i've done it it's uh it's monotonous um i can't imagine how i'd be feeling if i wasn't doing that stuff you know i uh, i tried I um I told myself Sunday, you know, because I I've been really getting after it with these steps. Um, because I, as you might know, you know, I'm a big podcast uh, consumer, and uh, I'll I'll get to that at the end of the show here. But um, I you know I've been walking my my target is at least six miles a day, so I'm trying to you know I'm trying to be active, as active as I comfortably can be and you know that lets me get through these podcasts it lets me uh you know write rhymes while i'm walking up and down my street it's like 1700 steps uh to the end and back and so you know every hour if i hit the street then uh i'm i'm about good but um oh geez i almost lost my train of thought here oh yes yeah, so a sunday i was gonna take it off I told myself, eh, because I've been this college class that I'm in, uh, I was killing me. I've been crushing the work, 
because I, I procrastinated, you know, all the deadlines got pushed. So I said, ah, I'll wait till the last, you know, two, three weeks and I'll do everything, which is not a uh, good decision. And when you, <laughs> but hey, I did it. I finished it today. I, I have a huge sense of relief. I turned it in. But Sunday I wasn't done. I, but I told myself, hey, man, no list. Uh, just chill and do it. Do whatever you want today. And I made a mistake, you know. I uh, it's like if you told the Energizer Bunny not to hit his drum, you know, and you know he got a whiff of some alkaline around the bend there, you know. He, maybe he sees a remote control doing a battery or something, you know. He's gonna pop it in. So I I took a step outside. I got a whiff of sunshine on my skin, you know, and God, it felt good. And I thought, okay, you know what? I'll go for a walk. Then I got back and uh, I thought, might as well read, you know, again, I enjoy it genuinely. But my goal was like, I'll have no goals. This will be like, you know, when I used to have a weekend and I do nothing. And before I knew it, I was done with everything by the time it was, uh, you know, time for dinner. And um, yeah, you know, and that's how I knew effective habits are being formed for me, you know, uh, effective habits where I was trying not to do it, but I still did it. It wasn't begrudgingly. It was like autopilot. And so I will say that's one of the benefits of this, uh, this quarantine for me, at least, you know, cause I live alone. Um, and you know, it would be very easy for me to kind of just wallow in a, a, a pit of, you know, saliva, uh, and back sweat, you know, I'd be, an infinity pool of, of self-loathing and <laughs> no uh no limit on the supply but you know i've been staying good with the intermittent fasting i've been walking and uh and it felt good to know that even you know even though i was trying to do nothing i, I wanted to do the stuff i've been doing every day and uh and that's like a sign you know that i mean it's been about a month that that the habits are actually building and whenever i get back into work i should be able to you know accomplish everything i need Within a two-hour window, you know, I'm trying to do 30 minutes reading, 30 minutes of, of writing raps, uh, a, a page in the journal, which takes, you know. Anyways, I'm sure you don't want to know about my uh, my daily. Actually, you know, whatever. You're here, so you might want to know. So, you know, I try to take a day off, and I wouldn't let myself. And I was proud. I was standing at the uh, the gates, you know, the velvet ropes in my mind. Uh, the Valhalla of relaxing, and I and I bounced myself out. I was trying to go in and just you know, just sit at the buffet and eat fried okra till they brought more, and eat more, and you know, handfuls of mashed potatoes, and just pouring you know gravy into my ear and saving it for later. And no, man, I was bound. I I stopped myself at the door. Didn't make it to the uh you know, the paradise of, of pandering laziness. Instead, I, uh, I got after it. Now that I'm not like one of those CrossFit people or, or uh, which I don't want to put him in the same sentiment, but like my buddy Tan, you've heard his music. He, he, uh, called into the show two weeks ago, by the way, uh, the booth and hotline, uh, 910-718-4442. I'll mention it again later, but, um, you know, uh, he's lifting weights. You know, that dude's, he's clinging it up, man. He's, you know, he's getting ripped up. Uh, it's nothing like that here. I'm just trying to, well, whatever. This has been like 
too long of me telling you how I'm trying to be active. Just trust my word. And, you know, people are active in different ways. You know, everybody's got their own sense of, uh, you know, you got your own, uh, like, Fitbit for your soul. And it lets you know, you know, if you're, if you're stimulating your, your spirit, your mind, you know, if, you, if you're tickling your brain's feet. And, you know, everybody has their limit. But sometimes it helps to have a, a steady, kind of like I mentioned ACDC, old reliable. You know, you know the drill, you know that screeching, uh, you know, that man that sounds like two cats, you know, uh, you know, putting the puzzle pieces together, you know, and you know what that sounds like, you know what to expect, no surprises, and there's good to have people like that, I remember when I worked at the, uh, the watering holes, the bars, sorry, you hear me adjusting the microphone here, um, and, uh, there was this guy who would always come in. And he was always right about drunk when he got there. I mean, you can tell, you know, and, and the and the the really tricky uh, drunks are like you wouldn't know at first. But then it's like there's just certain they got like a swagger to them, you know, and it's like, oh, you know, here and, you know, I'm gonna give him a fake name because I don't want to burn any bridges because I don't have a problem with this guy. Like, you'll as I'll you'll I'll get to it, you know. Oh, let's call him. Yeah, that's not going to be his name. Let's call him Jermaine. You know, I'm feeling the the Jacksons at this moment. Um, and you know, I'd be working, and you know, he he's always great. He'd always tip well. But then when you'd be out, you know, uh, he was kind of your human pace horse. Like if you ran into this guy, you know. And um, and he seemed more sober than you, then you know you might need to slow down, get a get a Uber, or get a ride home with a friend. Uh, you know it, he always kind of had a slight haunch to him, and he kind of hobbled around. wasn't disabled. He just kind of like I said, he had that you know that brown bag swag, and uh. You know, if he seemed like he was standing upright and you were the one kind of doubled over, you knew, mm, overdid it tonight. You know, we need pay sources. We need people, you know, I need, uh, you know, these cross, you know, this, these crossfitians to, uh, you know, I need to see them working out to know, to remind myself, you know, oh, switch over your laundry. I need, you know, regularity during this time. I need, it's like, uh, you know, I have most of my friends, I think, are dynamic people, you know, uh, they, uh, you know, they march to their own drum. And sometimes, you know, that drum's an accordion, you know, tempo switch. Sometimes they ain't playing music that, you know, they're, you know, practicing the sorcery of mime up and down the street. But, you know, it's good to have uh, pace horse friends, you know, regular, you know, uh, everybody has emotions, but some people have a very, uh, it's like a compression is applied to their existence and the signal, you know what to expect. I mean, and generally these people aren't my closest friends and maybe that's why I don't know if they're like tortured souls, but you know, you love seeing people that are always, you know, happy. Um, I like being around, uh, like genuinely spiritual people, you know, who are always just like blessed, you know, like, 
it's kind of contagious. You're like, man, you know, maybe I'm a bit blessed. You know, people are always happy in the morning. Sometimes, you know, you get mad. You know, what are you so happy for? You know, can't you see I'm ex- I'm experiencing misery over here? How dare you use up all that, you know, the happiness like it's oxygen. But, you know, it's good to have these people in your life where you know that you know that they're going to be, uh, you know, a source of uh, uptick in your you know, your well-being. And then it's good to have people in your life who, you know, are always miserable. You know, you think you're having a bad day. You know, you go check out, uh, you know, Thomasina's <laughs> Facebook, you know, and she's and, you know, she's on her, you know, her 17th post today about uh about how, you know, Donald Trump is uh, eroding the moral fabric which is uh upholding the country now of course i don't agree you know if you've heard me talk before i'm not a big fan of the uh you know the uh the king apprentice was up there on you know on cap hill cold chilling but also i don't need to post about it on social media i mean it's echo chamber you know uh i don't need to hear my own opinion thrown back at me so sometimes if you're having a bad day, you know, you might go look at, you know, whatever, you know, Thomasina's complaining about. I don't know. I don't know exactly where I'm going with that, uh, but that's just uh, another thought, you know. And, and the same goes for, like, video game franchises. I've been a fan of Mario. I've probably been playing Mario since I was four, you know, three or four that my dad... Not actively, but, you know, he'd let me maybe sit there with a controller thinking I'm, you know, doing a game while he was playing. Wouldn't be plugged into anything, but I know what I'm getting with Mario games. I know the drill. It's like ACDC, you know, it's uh, like a fish jam, you know, you know what you're getting into. And that's not a bad thing to, you know, to go into. It's not a a bad uh, expectation. Anyways, uh, I think that's probably about all I uh, have before I get to the uh you know the booth line here but um let's see i watched that waco show uh, on netflix i can't recommend it enough but you know i'm very conflicted like i mentioned you know i'm sitting there i'm disgusted with the actions of the federal government you know i really dropped the ball on that one um you know you watching uh i mean you know we know we all know how that story ended uh, maybe not how it got from, you know, A to Z, but, you know, I, I'm conflicted because I think, oh, man, they really botched that. And then there's a part of me that's like, oh, well, I expect that same, uh, you know, body to uh, forgive student loans, to, you know, pay for education, to provide health care, you know, and it's like this uh, this stark uh, contrast between, you know, the realities I've witnessed over my, you know, about about darn near 30 years and and what I want. And sometimes I wonder, you know, is it just, you know, can I, should I just be more realistic? I'm far from a, a, a you know, a, a conservative, but it's just like, I'm like, oh man, you know, I, you know, that the mass incarceration of, uh, you know, minorities is taking place and being used for like labor for pennies to the dollar. And I expect the you know the same people that um, that are doing that to its own citizens or keeping children in cages at the border. I expect that same organization to 
you know, to monitor our carbon emissions and, and try to take care of the earth. So I don't know, you know, it's that's why sometimes you'll find me apathetic, but it, it's hard to acknowledge uh, where things have gone wrong and to feel helpless. I mean, because I what, you know, they say vote, you know, if you don't if you don't vote, you don't have a right to complain. Actually, generally, it's not somebody with that sort of voice, but that's my one note. You know, that's my swan song. But, you know, I think you do have a right to complain because if you live in this country, you are or if you live anywhere, you know, you have you are sharing that experience. So to say that somebody not voting negates their ability to say anything about it is essentially to try and deny their First Amendment rights, which is what, you know, what really makes uh, people claim to be you know proud to live here. And then you got the same, you know, you got the same people who are mad about uh, Colin Kaepernick kneeling for, uh, you know, how African-Americans or black individuals are being treated. You know, and if you don't like this country, you can get out, Cap. Get out, Cap. If you don't like it, this is football. This ain't this ain't politicized. And they say that as like a, a flag the size of half the football field is getting folded up in our uh our propaganda anthem um my humps by fergie is being sang at the beginning of the game but you know these same people that that were saying that are now in the streets protesting uh because they can't get a haircut or you know uh you know they can't go shoot pool or whatever and it's just interesting that you know one guy's little protest over something that's legit i mean it's legitimate. However you may feel about his actions after that, his motivation, you know, motivation doesn't really matter. It's it's the statement. Um, I mean, and to be mad about him protesting on the job and then to have these people protesting for their right to I don't even know what they want to do. You know, just I don't know. It's just, you know, shut up, y'all. <laughs> just shut up. And uh, I realize this might seem vitriolic towards you, but. I guess my point is it's okay to be conflicted about things. It's okay to have, you know, something you want the government to help provide for you. Uh, and then to maybe feel as though that's not possible because you're not a, you know, you don't, you're not a lobbyist or part of a, you know, a super PAC with millions of dollars. Cause I mean, let's face it. That's how, you know, that's how decisions are made. Uh, same puppeteers got his hands, you know, up both, uh, you know, up both Elmo's backs, you know what I'm saying? And uh and this ain't Sesame Street. Uh but sometimes I wish it was. All right. Let's get to the uh let's get to the hotline. I got got one call I'm going to throw on here today. But um if you have a call, a concern, a question, uh feel free to call the booth line at 910-718-4442. Again, that's 910-718-4442. Uh, let's get to this, uh, you know. What's going on, man? I love the show, dude. I'm a fellow amateur podcaster, if you will. I guess that's what you want to call us. I don't really know. And I like the big guys in the game, obviously, but. Dude, I love the show, man. I've been listening since day one. I found you throughout the uh, good old Reddit threads and all that good stuff. But I got a question for you, man. I got no real problems right now besides all this COVID stuff that everybody else has got going on. So I don't really touch much on that. But, uh, yeah, man, I guess 
dude, how do you get that smooth Matthew McConaughey type vibe without you, dude? Like, I guess my real question is, how did y'all y'all become y'all y'all, man? You got a real smooth intellect about you, man. You got that voice and that sound that is just made for radio today and old school radio, man. It's super smooth. It's tight. So, dude, where do you get it from, man? You get it from your mom. You get it from your dad. You get it just from how you came up. I'm just wondering how y'all y'all became y'all y'all, man. So, keep doing your thing, man. I love the show. I'm going to leave you a great review. And, uh, yeah, man, just keep at it, dog. It is doing – I think you're probably doing wonderful, man. But uh, you keep hanging in there, dude, and I appreciate it, man. Peace. Wow. Um, first of all, thank you for, for reaching out. Uh, thank you for being a listener. Uh, so let's break it down. Um, how did I become me? Uh, that's a tough question. You know, we can never get outside of ourselves. Uh, but I think, you know, there's a couple elements. I was, uh, I was kind of a unpopular child. I went to a weird Christian school. I was the fat kid. I was the easy punchline and I was never a fighter. Um, if somebody would hit me, I would not hit them back. Uh, I was never, you know, that just wasn't how I was raised. I would either flee the scene or uh i'd use my words you know generally i learned i could avoid uh these type of situations if i just offered uh you know the only social currency i had which was uh you know humor um didn't really take effect till middle school i started to be a a ham uh you know i was really an attention fiend through high school and uh college so I think that's kind of where I got, you know, my my flow of, you know, talking. Uh, I think it comes from my mom's side more than my dad's. You know, my mom's the type of person who can be at church and she can go, you know, from the back to the front of the sanctuary and she'll have something to say to everyone. Uh, she's a very amicable person. Uh, you know, anyone I know who knows my mom likes her. You know, she's a, she's a real friendly person, a good, kind soul. Great mom, of course. Um, so I think it, that element came from her. But, you know, I think uh, just having to talk my way through social situations. And then when I got out of college and I it quit needing to, you know, quit dreaming I was going to become famous or, you know, just had got humbled by life a bit. I learned to sit back and listen to uh, to not try to one up to just appreciate, um, you know, a good story. Uh, if somebody's holding court, just let myself be a part of it and not, uh, contemplate, you know, what I could add to that. Just let them have the moment. And I think by being around people who, um, you know, love what they do, whether it's music, storytelling, telling a joke, you know, whether they're, uh, you know, the funniest guy at the, you know, on the bar stool. I think there's something to be said for, you know, being a listener. And uh, and I study the game. You know, I listen to three hours, easily three hours of podcast a day now. Um, And, you know, if, if I'm not that smooth, you know, if you've listened to, uh, you've probably heard me have stretches at the beginning, especially where I was very heavily imitating Theo Vaughn. Uh, you know, I love guys like that. Uh, Chris D'Elia, Tim Dillon. Um they have great, you know, solo podcasts where it's just them talking and they do it for a like, very long stretches of time that I enjoy. Uh, other podcasts I like, you know, I like Eric Griffin's podcast. Of course, Bobby Lee, one of the funniest people out there. Um, I'm starting to get into uh, some of the East Coast guys a little bit. So, you know, the History Hyenas, uh, 
Nick Mullins podcast, which uh, I'm not even comfortable saying by name because I'm a chump. Um, and, but yeah, you know, if, you know, we're both students of the game, you got to study it. You got to, uh, you got to listen to know what you like and, uh, you know, and find ones you don't like. And generally, if I know somebody who's really passionate about a podcast, I won't stop at one episode because we all have our weeks, you know? Um, anyways, thank you for reaching out. Uh, you know, if you want some stickers, feel free to hit the email boothandpod at gmail.com. And I'll have a batch going out towards the end of May. I'm trying to accumulate some, uh, not orders, because I send them out for, you know, free 50. But uh, I want to make a trip to the post office in this uh, climate worth it. Um, And if your podcast has guests and you think it'd be a good fit, uh, feel free to reach out. I wish I could uh, reciprocate that offer. But as you know, this is a, uh, you know, this is a one-man kayak kind of tumbling along the, uh, you know, along the Atlantic Ocean. So, uh, so yeah, thank you for listening. And, uh, I, you know, I hope that response was adequate. Um, let's go ahead and let's get this, uh, freestyle set up. And, uh, if you like the show rate review, subscribe, share it, uh, from Spotify onto your Instagram story. That's been the most effective marketing. Uh, but of course the greatest word is the word of mouth. So, uh, tell one friend and, I'd more than appreciate it. All right, let's booth. All right, I know I said you know about a thousand times in this episode. I'm going to try and limit it in the future. But for now, this is going to be, you know, you know centric freestyle. Crossing your mind like an animal. Uh, uh, hey, uh, I get I'm slamming like a salmon. My favorite bands are jamming. So I've got a clown car inside of my head, and all of these thoughts aside from the you knows get crammed in. I'm from Dudley, not the Hamptons. Uh. And Michael Scott's favorite town might have been Scranton. I went to see that Holly, even if she told me, golly, I'ma tell her oddly. I'm at Holly shopping for a bargain, even if they told me. That I don't understand The thoughts inside the head is barking But a Spartan is in I No 300 in my eye 2020 with the vision How I get them like a prism See the colors, see the spectrum The freestyle ain't written I don't know why I talk like DMX and Michidoko I don't understand this harsh flow But I'm feeling like I'm going off the Narcos Netflix in my queue I gotta tell you like Shout out to Timmy Q, I gotta ride this bike cause 419's a day, they tell me that I scream no way, I gotta dance and say ole, they got the preparation in the nation, even if the hesitation is the indication of the future separation, I don't doubt it, I don't drown it, I don't run it in the ground, it's kinda crazy how I'm feeling, if you hate it, it ain't purple, they gon' tell me it ain't Urkel, but I told them that they're moving, I got that smurf flow. I'm a blue man, blue man group inside that Vegas They gon' tell us they can change us Even if I feel like I'ma lose my family Chevy chasing even if I'm back to the past Sheen shouting out the turkey bacon And I'm not playing Quake or Doom Or have like two I'm in the room Like an onion or the appetizer That my parents favored, I'm a bloom Talk about the politicians Underwritten with the smitten hitting I ain't at the hill.
All right, thank you for listening to Boothin, episode 26, Jammin' Salmon. That uh, Animal Crossing beat is produced by Grandmaster Funk and YVB. The outro music you hear right now is produced by Whiskey. The intro music was produced by Hunter Brown. Check out the show notes. Give them a follow. Check out their content. Uh, It's fantastic. Uh, Thank you to RJ Hauser for the uh, show artwork. And uh, stay safe in Korea, bud. I love you. I had a hard time re-listening to this one as I was trying to make the cards for the freestyle. My my speaking was not very uh, succinct. I said, you know, uh, probably hundreds of times throughout the episode. So I just wanted to say, if you made it this far, thank you. My apologies if I lost anyone along the way. Uh, you know... That's that's what happens sometimes. Anyways, yeah, I had a 21-page project due for a uh, post-grad certification class that I'm doing through ECU. So my brain's a little bit mashed potatoed, and uh, that's part of why the freestyle wasn't strictly based on the episode. Anyways, I'm going to quit making excuses, because if you made it this far, you're clearly down with it, and I love you for it. Uh, feel free to reach out to the hotline, 910-718-4442, with any questions, concerns. That'll send you straight to the Boothin uh, voicemail, so don't worry about having to talk to me. You can just leave your message, and uh, and I'll address it on the next show. So, uh, until next Wednesday, we are Boothin. Stay safe, y'all.